welcome everyone to the Marvel movie of the month with Mark. And guess who I am? That's right, Mark. I'm so glad you're here. I'm doing the intro now because our typical de facto leader thought it would be cool if you heard me yell at you first. And you know what? He was right. This show is a subsidiary of Never Watch Alone, where you can get your com track, so it's like you're watching these movies with us, because we're your friends. And with me on the show is the de facto leader and genius behind the Never Watch Alone empire, Tim. Hey, man, dude, you do a way better intro. Maybe I should just like have you do like a recording for all my future shows, because <laughs> goddamn, you won't knock it out of the park every time. Hey, Mark, well, how you doing? What show are we doing I'm today? Uh, oh, well, so I, it is fun that it's disaster month and you've chosen to make our friendship a disaster <laughs> by forcing me to watch the only movie I've ever seen on an airplane that made me wish I would crash. Um, <laughs> Uh, what's it, what is the director's name? Josh Trank's yeah. Fantastic Four. Or uh, no, we see. I even refuse to call it Fantastic Four. I ref only will call it by its poster name, Fan Four Stick. Dude, it is, it is fan, fan Four Stick is what it's what it's always going to be to me because uh, that's the only way. Because look, there's another fantastic. There's two other Fantastic Four movies. One of them is bad but charming. The other one is bad but forgettable this one is just bad which one is which to you on that list uh, uh, the first one is well i actually went in chronological order I, the, the roger corman one it's bad but it's kind of charming like it's actually kind of the closest thing we've gotten to the the actual comics and it then it's a little bit like it's pretty jack kirby in ways yeah for real and uh and and the uh the the tim story the the 2000 the, the mid 2000 reboots um they were they they were bad but they were also just kind of forgettable like the only thing that's of merit is like i think uh johnny storm and the and uh the thing like those two yeah. are kind of perfect like sue storm and I Reed thought Richards. They did, yeah. uh, you're no you're so right to that i'm sorry i didn't mean to jump no, go, in there. Go i was it. gonna say also i uh, before you went to them i was saying i actually thought they did okay by the silver surfer too yeah yeah silver surfer's not bad even though they, I did. remember with his characterization, I was kind of like, "Oh, it's weird how you do know how to write a character, <laughs> but you just chose not to for the other four main ones." Right, and uh, I'm not really mad at that movie for how it portrayed Silver Surfer. I thought they did Silver Surfer really nicely. It's just, holy crap, what the hell did you do to Galactus? That's not Galactus, you guys. Uh, or do and honestly, Doctor Doom is, you know, I feel like at the time people did not care for that, but I'm like. I feel like that's less wrong than a, than a lot of the other shit. Yo, maybe. for real, dude. Like, look, the Victor Von Doom in the mid-2000s Fantastic Four movies isn't great or anything, but at least he's not fucking Jesse Eisenberg trying to be whatever the fuck Lex Luthor he is, you know? Like, oh, yeah. I'm sorry for bringing BVS into this. I, I apologize to everyone. How dare there. you do <laughs> I, so. I, the other night, I, I, like, I kind of, I was flipping through stuff and I was on HBO Max and I was like, the Justice League. So I watched like about 10 minutes of it. And man, I was cracking up at the opening credits. Like, the opening <laughs> credits were hilarious because they're clearly from a different movie anyway, because like the rest of the movie is like goofy and stupid as shit. Yep. But like, the credits are like these almost, it's like all 
almost a spoof. There's been this trend lately in media where I keep seeing directors do this thing where it feels like they're spoofing themselves. And it's so comically Zack Snyder that <laughs> like it's so over the top and it's like so drawn out. And of course it's all in slow motion set to some yep, song. Yep. And I don't give even give a shit, but you know, it's like a super on the fucking nose. And the whole time they're trying to do this thing, it's like all these people are fighting. And then like the one bit that made me laugh so hard is like they tried to show racism was back. And it was like, it's just like the, the opening credits of this movie is like Superman is dead and thus racism has returned. Oh and I my God. could not stop fucking laughing. But you know what? Even those movies might be less bad than this one. Uh, no, that's no. That's tough. I don't know, man. This, like this, I, you know why this one wins? It's only an hour and thirty minutes. Long. I know. Like I was like, oh, at least this thing is mercifully short. Thank God. Because for sure. Um, you know what the crazy thing is, though. Like I was gonna watch this uh, last night because I haven't actually seen this before. And for, oh, for yeah, you haven't seen this at all. Oh, no, God. I haven't seen this before because okay. like, oh. well, I heard all the reviews and all the backlash and I'm like, oh, I am fucking avoiding this like the plague. But then we were, you know, like I, we, I was scrambling around to do what's a good Marvel movie that also can be described as a disaster film. And right. this came right into frame and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> so here we are. Here's... And I tried to watch it. I honestly tried. I just couldn't. I never found the time. And now I am breaking a very solemn tradition here on the show is I'll usually even no matter how bad it is, I will usually try to watch a movie before I do a show so I can do a just semi justice as I'm watching it. But now it's going to turn into a first react sort of thing. So no, that's, I'm excited. Well, yeah. then let me say this. Uh, my take on this movie is, uh, again, I didn't see it in the theater. I literally watched it on an airplane and <laughs> did not care for it. What's, it it's, it's a very frustrating movie because I don't know, you know, this is like the, there's a lot of drama behind the scenes on this yes. with Josh Trank, like destroying a house and it being so bad that like the president of Fox had to go apologize to yeah. the dude. At, like, apparently the he also got New into Orleans. A, apparently he also got into a fist fight with Miles Teller, even despite the fact that he pushed for him. Like he's the only Reed Richard, despite the studio saying otherwise. And yet he still got into a fight with him. Uh, it, it's, it's such a mess. Honestly, I think, you know, I mean, like, I don't know what's frustrating about this movie is that it, the, you'll you will if i think you'll like the intro because the intro you're like mm, is it really gonna be this bad and then it is because the intro is like uh, kind of great like it, they definitely sell you a cool take on the fantastic four thing right and like i am a fan but i'm not a super fan of the fantastic four yeah so same. if you want to take some liberties with stuff and by the way i feel like that with most media so long as you're still true to who the characters are i'm pretty cool with you changing the scenarios and getting a little weird with or it, right? you know making so, fucking johnny storm black which i am totally i i it, i still can't believe like that was like the biggest thing because like dude, I'm, i look at these people who are like oh he's just he's a black guy he's supposed to be white in the car like dude shut up and let the actor work and besides i will still uh pull out the best uh the best example in in you know the 21st century where Michael Clark Duncan played the most pimp version of Kingpin on screen. You know? He's like a pimp. 
He was, dude. He had the fucking cane and everything, man. And look, dude, I, as, I, as much as I loved Vincent, that didn't get backlash, though, did it? I don't no. think that got backlash. It back never then. did. That's so. That's the fucking weird thing. I'm like, dude, you hold this weird double standard thing, and I was like, dude, shut up and let the man you work. Know what? Here, I have a little theory on that too. It would have been a much smaller vocal community because the thing is, Kingpin hadn't been in any like very popular media before that but johnny storm had just been in a movie what five years earlier i you know guess, what i mean so but so you uh, I, so that's so by the way i'm it's still racist oh it totally <laughs> ultimately <is. laughs> but like what i'm saying is that like the reason i think the di- i think the difference is if this was like now that vincent d'onofrio has played yeah the, uh the kingpin and that show was popular if they were to cast a non-white lead for him they, I now I think you'd hear back. You know, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, for real. Like, yeah, Although, like, what? I got to ask, though, because I'm really curious. Uh, who do you think played it better, Vincent or Michael Clark Duncan? Oh, I think Vincent plays it better, but I also think it's only because he has way better scripts than Michael Clark Duncan had to work with. That's fair. But, but So yeah. it's like, I think he's a, I think he was, I thought Clark Duncan was great for what he was offered, but... You know, he's like in a shitty it's it's my Ben Affleck is a very good Batman. He's just literally in the worst Batman movies of all time. Know, it's skewing right? your perception. Ben Affleck is an incredible actor. For guys. real, dude. You know, um, yeah, um, I always thought like Michael Clark Duncan was way he was more unpredictable than DeFiorno. And that gave him like an added uh, wild card menace to him. Whereas DeFiorno was a lot more calculating and more in, more uh, perceptively intelligent than what Clark Duncan was able to I agree to with that but see it's funny that you've mentioned the thing about the unpredictability because my first the first thing I think about when I think about his portrayal is that it is so restrained and then he suddenly murders the shit out of a dude <laughs> with a car door Just, ah! so I'm kind of like I don't disagree with you, but then I'm like, I only do a little bit. But, I mean, they're, again, two fun performances that yeah. race shouldn't matter. I think the one other thing about this that people were mad about is they were like, well, Sue Storm and Johnny Storm have to be related, and they're just like, he's adopted. It doesn't fucking matter. Also, like, Josh Trank totally pushed for a black Sue Storm, too. The studio oh, just went, and they, oh, yeah. I'm Okay, so that makes sense. So that's that's the why. Mm-hmm. But because uh, Trank worked with Michael B. Jordan on a few things before this. Yeah, he was in, uh, uh, he was in Chronicle. Um, Chronicle, that was what it was. Yeah, because right? I think that was the movie that everyone's like, oh, this, give this guy a superhero movie. He'd probably totally run away with it really cool. And then, I, funny enough, did not love Chronicle the same way everyone else did. I was like, this is fine. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it's, I liked the, uh, the, because pre- usually found footage films see- feel so hokey and gimmicky to me, but it, Josh Trank right. actually managed to use that format, uh, format to, uh, an interest and shoot it in an interesting way, you know, because especially well, when the kids he like, smartly was like, I was just going to say, he smartly wrote it and he's like, okay, well, now, my power set allows me to have regular camera work. Exactly. Movie. That's that's the cool yeah. part. Um, I, it's one of those things that I that like frustrates me about filmmakers sometimes when they don't think that that's like a critical thinking move in my opinion. Where I'm like, oh, you mean you literally wrote into the script a smart way that works with it? You know what I mean? It, like yeah. it all works, <laughs> and that's why you could do whatever the fuck you want now. Ugh. Anyway, let's let's. I think we should dive into this piece yeah of shit. let's 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 get this uh, over with i'm ready to flush this
Oh boy. Okay. So, well, um, folks, because if, if you want to watch it, because I believe Mark, you're watching it on uh, the plus, the D plus. I'm actually watching it. I found out that I have it saved to my Voodoo account, so <laughs> I'm watching better. a digital copy. Okay, right so, on. Yeah, I'm watching a Blu-ray rip myself, but uh, you guys can check it out on Disney Plus or on Hulu. I think uh, HBO Max has it on premium. Or, you know, you could pay four bucks on YouTube if you feel like throwing your money away for us. But ultimately, yeah, if you want to, if you got a D Disney Plus or if you got a Blu-ray, whatever you got, just get ready to plus play because we are getting get this bad boy started in three, two, one, click. <clears throat> and 20th Century Fox. And I'm really, every time I see this, I'm always uh, expecting to hear a <laughs> in the background. What is that noise? <laughs> I own all of you. <laughs> oh, oh, Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, they changed the name. It's just 20th Century Studios. Yeah. Now, right? you, oh, hey, did you notice that they did the uh, the F there? Like they were trying to do with the X and X-Men. I did not notice that. That is hilarious, though. Uh, they're... And they actually, uh, you'll notice that, I gotta make that a meme, but it's like you'll notice they kept the <laughs> F uh, to let you know the score of this film. Yep. Before watching it. I've been told that uh, the... Uh, what, what the hell? What? The, uh, the, the I'm just looking up the... Oh, okay. It's just someone presenting. Okay. Because I'm like, they're talking about annual salary rates. And I'm like, wait, what the... Did we put in the right movie? <laughs> so, But no, here oh, we yeah. go. <laughs> oh, it's the, the poor nerd kid. Hey, dude, check it out. It's Homer Simpson. Holy that shit. That is amazing. Dan Castaneda, everyone. Yeah, man. Dude, holy shit. I forgot that because I knew he was in here. I've seen a couple of reviews of this, but I didn't I, I totally forgot that he was in here. That's really weird because he's like barely in the movie. It's funny I that they know. would mention it. Although it's it still doesn't beat out his best cameo in kind of a shitty movie about space, and that's Space Jam. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, I didn't a, even. I I've never seen that movie. Oh, actually. you haven't? Oh, dude, he's Which actually is weird because I feel like I was like really age appropriate for both the film and to love Michael Jordan too much. It's it's a shitty movie, but honestly, if you're a millennial, you get a free pass for liking it. <laughs> so I'm totally in that demographic. Like, yeah, this movie's a piece of shit, but whatever. I, I I'm in that demographic where it's okay. <laughs> Whereas I don't think. Yeah. Uh, where sadly though, I don't think. Uh, this movie falls into any demographic where anyone's like, "Yeah, I, mean, I, I can. I'm allowed to like." No, you. <laughs> well, I mean, I yeah, don't want right. to. Well, of course, I don't want to say like, "No, you're not allowed to like it." It's like, who in the right mind would though? <laughs> For real, uh, it's it's. I like. I think calling it frustrating in the pre-show is really accurate because I feel like this whole segment's a great setup for Reed. Cause it's like it shows, and they and they really don't do too many of those like obvious nerd tropes. Yeah, like that was a good tell there, right? And uh, I feel like the way he spoke to the classroom, you know, I don't know. They do a good job, and this little scene here is great. I think. Oh, well, really? okay, great is a very relative term, but it's like it, it definitely works. You'll 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 see as he. Uh, Walks in here. I love reading the captions because it's just a lot of men are talking. <laughs> oh, pardon. <laughs> oh, let's see. Uh, hopefully, I'm not allergic to this movie. Uh oh, you might be. Oh dude. God, no! I picked the wrong it's movie. Like, oh no, it's Ben Grimm. <laughs> yep. Oh wait, no. Is this the moment where they're gonna be like, 
Oh, that's so. Oh, God. That is that's. Hey, it's clobbering time. Do you hear the, that? Uh, yeah, that's that's the first. That to me, that's the first major red flag of this movie. Is like, oh, uh, it's so awkward in its delivery. Like, I like the idea I, that it's clobbering time. Is like you know, it's the it, it can make that interesting. Like, it's the uh, pathological thing that makes you know the thing the thing. Sort of like how I think they uh, need to like. It's one of those things that doesn't. It works on a comic book, but it kind of like nobody talks that way. You know no, what I mean? Yeah. For, no, for real. Like it's it's totally one thing to put it on a page with some drawings, but to do it in live action that stiffly and awkwardly, it's like yikes. <laughs> oh, for sure. And it's like, and it kind of sucks because again, I think this is like the good scene in the movie. And this is like, I, it's like a cute moment between. It's so frustrating because, like, then it, as as soon as they're not kids anymore, it's awful. And you can tell the reshoots when they get to that part of the movie. Oh like, yeah, I hear they're because nakedly they, obvious. You can see. Oh yeah, Kate Mara's hair is like Ugh. comically different. Like it's amazing. Okay, now but, uh, if I remember correctly. Isn't it because I looked up on some IMDb trivia just so I can have like at least some semblance of what the fuck is unfolding before my eyes. But is this not Biff's uh, garage from Back to the Future Part 2? Oh, it really does look like I bet it is. No, it totally is. Like, oh, my God, that's fun. Are they trying to, like, do like a tribute to Back to the Future? That's actually kind of adorable. <laughs> uh, it might be because I think they invent... Well, they don't invent time travel here, but he definitely does the, uh, I think this is the, we're not calling it the negative zone, negative zone. <laughs> they might call it the negative zone. I really don't remember. Yeah, they, I just remember. They shy away from a lot of comic book lingo in this movie. Like they're actually. Except that, yeah, they do. And then they're, but then they're also like, it's clobber in time when his, his weird dipshit <laughs> brother starts beating him. I'm like, what the fuck? Make up your mind. Uh, I, I, you and you know what's funny though is you know the Marvel movies are gonna use it, but it's gonna be a joke. Yeah, and yeah. it's gonna be a thing where uh, the Hulk either is like I'm smashing, and he's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? You claw. It's like, like Mark Ruffalo be... in Endgame where he's just like, ha, yeah. <laughs> like it's gratuitous, but whatever. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so what the hell are these kids? Okay, so you're going to They're tell inventing. Me... Oh, look, isn't that, uh, what's his name from? Uh... Oh, my God. Wait, yeah. you're right. What, uh, from uh, what? Eric Wareheim, right? Or not Eric Wareheim, the other one. Tim Heidecker. Which one is it? Oh, fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, from... I never remember which one is which. And, from, uh, and uh, Tim I and feel... Eric. Yes. It's, which is even worse. I can never remember them because we met one of them in the San Francisco airport randomly <laughs> once. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's a probably okay. He probably doesn't mind that he, his face is really forgettable because I'm sure if you're in a well, movie like this. Well, it's not like forgettable. This, I, just, I, I, I know they, it's, I'll be like, oh, you're either Tim or Eric. I just don't know. <laughs> if you're, that, does that make sense? Well, yeah, I, I've, I, you know, I'm actually guilty of uh, confusing uh, Key and Peele the other way around every once in a while. Um, yeah, that took me a while too. And now, and then once Jordan Peele started making more movies, I was like, "Thank yeah. you for making it easier to remember <laughs> who was who." And I'm like, because anytime there's a duo, I literally cannot forget who they are unless they are if they're an even duo. That's the trick, you I, know. Like, I guess he it just, was easy. In, 
I, I, oh, all, you know, it's cool. It's like, yeah, all, all Jordan Peele had to do was become Black Hitchcock in order to break away from that. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, boy. Here we go. The seven, seven years later, and it's a science fair. Okay, so this kid basically made uh, a college-level experiment when he was, like, 11 with with I, I and i'm quoting the movie here power couplings from a junkyard yeah. now i'm not really well versed in mechanics but i'm pretty sure a power coupler does not exist in any car let alone to not just from today but let alone from 2007 it was probably a jack kirby thing i know? guess but okay okay so they're making a teleporter okay uh right you know what? Yeah, I, so it's it, like so Whiplash and Billy Ill Elliot built a teleporter for Homer Simpson <laughs> so, to judge. <laughs> You're totally right. This is great. Oh shit! I love is... uh, what's his name though, Jamie. Whatever the kid that plays. Ja oh, Jamie room. Bell. Jamie Bell. I was like, I, I was getting all the words confused in my head. Uh, I, I think he's great. I actually think uh, uh, another frustrating thing about this movie is that it's a good cast and they're all performing. I well, know. I That's the thing. Like, they're all, you have all these talented people just going to all these, just having it go to waste. Because, I mean, this is right after Whiplash, too. Like, Miles Teller just blew everyone the fuck away with, uh, <laughs> With his drums, mad drum skills, and then he goes and does this. And it's just like, dude, fire your agent, man. Well, the thing is, so my thing is, I think the OG script might be good. Yeah, could, I uh, think, did you actually I think look whatever at it? happened in post, I, I haven't bothered to. But I think the thing is, like, uh, look, I can understand why some diehards are mad about the way some of the things went in this. Yeah. And I'm not crazy about the way doom looks feels kind of yeah um but i think there's like there's some kernel of quality in the original idea but i'm like i think all the drama behind the scenes killed whatever quality movie it would be because yeah. i'm i don't think the reshoots and cuts were done by um by Trank, I would assume no. they're studio things. No, because they like they don't they're not shot the same way. I mean, it's like all that kind of stuff. You can just definitely tell someone else is involved in the movie at those points. Yeah, for real. Because honestly, it's like because uh, um, uh, it was the th thing where I was like, dude, there should have been like a really big red flag about. I, I know we constantly are just talking about like the drama behind the scenes, but in all fairness. Literally all the drama about the making of this movie is way more interesting than this movie itself. Like, you can go to the bathroom and at to and any point in this movie, and you will not have missed a fucking thing. Right. So, and it's like annoying to me because I feel like here's my theory. I think the original cut, whatever they wanted to do, is probably like two hours long. Yeah, it was like a two and a half hour thing. I think is what Josh Trank was. So I for. think. You can tell they cut an hour out of this and shot around it. Yeah. Make, quote, work. And um, that did not work. No, no, no. So no. look how good her hair looks there. Everyone pay close attention to how good Kate Mara's hair looks here. This is the original movie. Yeah. Okay. Anytime, anytime her hair looks like that, that's a huge tell. Also, R.I.P. to Reggie Cathy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, Mr. Storm, I forget his name, but yeah, I mean, uh, he just passed. I think this last year, dude. That, that it fucking sucks. We not we not only have Kate Mara, a great House of Cards actor, in this, but we also have Reggie in here. So we have not one but two wasted great House of Cards actors in this. But so how? Many, uh, it, um, although, to, in all fairness, though, Kate Mara actually did get something really nice out of this, and that was Jamie Bell, which she wound up getting married to. Like, oh, shit. Oh, I had after. no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, uh, they started dating, like, afterwards. So, even though this was a shit movie and kind of like a, a, a rough time making this, because there were a lot of clashes with Trank on set and whatnot, but she hooked up with Jamie Bell and evidently is happy. I assume they're married, so. Who, it's so hard to tell these days but honestly if you get a husband out of a movie that's absolute shit i still kind of sort of call that a win i guess yeah yeah i mean at least for her i imagine bonding with your your co-workers would be very easy in t- trying times yeah for real so um but yeah uh what so i'm trying to think where exactly because this movie is just so dull it's hard for me to like keep invested and not just be talking to you here uh, the whole time mark but then again isn't it a little bit therapeutic that we're here talking over this this because there's not really a whole lot compelling going although like you said like the setups i can because you're right i'm i'm watching it now and the uh the opening setups are actually kind of interesting and from what i've been and well performed uh, it's well shot yeah i think it's being it's well written i think there was a good movie here at one point. Yeah. And I think I, it, it, the I, edits probably killed it. Yeah. Because, uh, when because was, Josh Trank act, acted up and they were like, fuck you, we're taking this movie away from you. Yeah. So it was probably the decisions were probably made from uh, Fox, cr- not creatives. You know, probably the business people are like, how much money did we lose on this? All right, cut it, release it. Yeah. We needed to be able to be seen in theaters more times a day. Yes. That's that's another reason why. Okay, is this uh, the start of the bad hair? Because I, I think don't I think cut. so. I think this is still the regular hair. Okay, because yeah, but you should be able to tell because I'm 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 pretty sure it's like platinum blonde. Yeah, so this is the, her real hair. Uh, she is definitely wearing a wig in the other scenes, mm-hmm. and it's like almost like platinum blonde, and it will go back and forth between this look and like white, and you know you can tell here how there's like. It, there's like a gradient, right? Like her hair right, lightens right. as it gets longer. The other one is just straight one color. Oh God, um, it's, it's hilarious. Yeah, I think it's the reason why is because I was uh, reading up on it, and apparently, like the first two thirds of this movie was the first act of the initial movie that was written on page. So That's all crazy. this stuff in the beginning is actually semi closely resembling the original script. So I think that's why it's like, okay, it's starting out a little slow, but, it, you know, it's promising. It's going to build to something, and then it just fucking doesn't. And you're like, fuck, why? Why did I stay here in the theater? Uh, reminds me of the time when I went to go see uh, uh, Green Lantern, the uh, the Ryan Reynolds one, in theaters. I went to go see it in theaters on a stormy night at the end of a really shitty day at a shift. Um, it was storming out, and halfway through the movie, the power went out. And for some inexplicable reason, I think it was just because I was so depressed and lonely that I stayed through the power outage and wait to finish the whole movie. Because I'm like, well, I'm here. I've paid my money. 
<laughs> I, I since regret not walking out of the theater at the power outage. I feel like it was like a sign from God, like, no, like, life is short. <laughs> oh, Tim Blake Nelson. Yes. Love to see him show up. Dude, how Counted fu- director, too, by the way. I think he would have made a good Fantastic Four movie. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? I'm still kind of... Are you weirdly still holding out that we'll see Tim Blake Nelson as the leader? As the leader? Yeah. yeah. I'm kind of... Dude, I, I, I kind of wish they wouldn't bury that movie. And then uh, now after Edward Norton, like last Christmas, was talking shit on the internet about it. Or not on the internet, but he was on some show and he was like, also, fuck Marvel, right? <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> I think after that, I think they'll definitely continue to bury that movie, which sucks because it's funny to me that people don't like that movie because it is exactly the same as pretty much all of the other Marvel movies. Yeah. Like, as far as, like, the way it plays out, it's got a very similar story arc. Yep. I think the emotion's good. I think Ed Norton's good in the lead. I think yeah. uh, Liv Tyler was great. And obviously we got, what's his name? The only acknowledgement um, they do of it is that they kept William Hurt as Thunderbolt Ross. Yeah. Uh, and I honestly would love to see Tim Roth come back, too, as the abomination. Dude, for sure. I mean, there was so there's a lot of good in that movie that people forget mm-hmm. because it has dated special effects. You know, yeah, but you know, because of Edward Norton, we got to bury it. So, right, that's, that's really what it comes down to, people. One asshole, so- one asshole to sink the ship. That's all it takes. Right. Well, and then I have to kind of be like, "Hey, Disney, you're kind of also being an asshole because For real, and I get though. that it's retaliatory, but I'm like, don't bury it. Just yeah, be like, yeah, exactly. Like you don't even have to acknowledge Edward Norton. Just acknowledge all these other really great performances. Because right. And plus, like, the, you know, that wasn't... Thankfully, we also got a really great performance out of Tim Blake Nelson recently in comic book on Watchmen on HBO. Did you see that? Uh, yes, I did Dude, see that. Dude, Tim Blake Nelson by far was my favorite character in that, that's, that story. That was, that was fucking awesome. And oh, for sure. So, and so sad that he's back in, in this sort of thing. Okay, so... Wait, is this supposed to be Victor Von Doom or Yeah. Oh god. With the cyber glasses on? Oh god. I think the I think that one of the again, I think there's an interesting movie here. I don't really love the take on Doom, but the problem is we only get a portion of what was written for him because of the way the movie is. Yeah. So I'm like in this version, I really don't care for it. Yeah, well, it's. I guess it's so hard because it's like, oh, yeah, that is Doom. <laughs> Even I'm looking at that, like he said Victor multiple times. I'm like, oh, that's Doom. That's... Yeah, and he's literally just sitting in his room like Neo. You know, I. that's actually and kind I love, of frustrating because I... like, now I'm thinking of the, uh, the, the 2005 or the 2004 version. And I'm like, dude, at least this guy was a fucking pimp businessman with a giant vanity office and everything. This guy is just like a fucking slacker in his office trying to be well, I loved, neo-cyberpunk. I love the way they cut that there, too, because he's in this like dark, dirty, dingy room and you like can't see anything. Yeah. And then it cuts to Reed opening a door from darkness into a almost comically white lit set of him looking at future tech, right? To kind of show them being at sort of other oh, my eyes. spectrum from each other. You know, I was like, oh, that's kind of a clever little trick there. Uh, so, and But this, I think, uh, 
Oh man, I, I you're I can tell the with the, yeah you're right with the hair because there are some shots I saw where it's solid and others where it's not. Oh boy. I think that actually I think I honestly don't think we'll get to that. To I don't think we'll see much fake hair. I don't think we've seen any of it yet, to be honest with you. Okay. So it I could be gotten, wrong. I guess I'm just bracing myself for the worst. Right. Um, okay, so there's Victor again. Yeah. And they're trying to quote Albert Einstein to be important. See now they're trying to go full Obi Wan meet Anakin Anakin meet Anakin Skywalker. I always liked that they. Um, oh, so he or she's in the yep, wig. There it is. Uh, also, yeah, I think I think a huge tell is you can see in the part that it doesn't actually go down to her head. Mm-hmm. Also, it really doesn't help that these guys are bringing really low energy to their chemistry here. It's just like, you know, very matter-of-factly, it's just, oh, yes, this is this, and we're going to be doing this, and, oh, yes, <coughs> a, a big old character development. Okay, moving on to the next scene. Like, Oh, I feel like I feel like a little of that is also somewhat sign of the times, too, because this is what, what year is this, like 2000? This is two, 2015, man. Oh, it was 2015? Um, okay, I thought it was earlier than that for some no, reason. No, no, this think- was, uh, and it's crazy because this was going up against, like, you know, Jurassic World, and um, obviously they the, the studio's like, look, we cannot physically release, th- we have to release this in the summer because there is no way in hell we can release this for a Christmas release because we're in competition with The Force Awakens. There is no oh. way we are going up against that juggernaut. Yeah. And I think that's another thing. Like, in between the fact that their uh, rights to retain the characters was uh, uh, going out, like, was about to expire, and the fact that they were going to compete with uh, uh, Star Wars, <laughs> the research, the great resurgence of Star Wars, like the biggest fucking hype since The Phantom Menace. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this movie there was, was ill timed. Yeah, like, man, that was a exciting time. Wasn't for it? real, dude. Like, look, say what you will about the Force Lakins, like it, hate it, be like, meh. Everyone agrees that the fucking hype was the best thing ever. Like, holy yeah. shit, it was like a Beatles concert run- revving up. Whereas this, it's like, oh, this was coming out. Well, let's. Just- oh, don't you just love that? Uh, um, for Dad, he has basically a perfect portrait of him, and not something candid. <laughs> That he took, like, later on. Right. You notice that sort of thing? Like, that's the oh, kind of shit sure. you, Yeah, it's like one of those little in-universe things that you notice. And we now have Michael B. Jordan. And thank holy Christ that um, it took a very short while for Michael B. Jordan to be in a great comic book movie after this. Yeah. And be in the... Be a, play in pro- arguably the best role in that in that film too oh i was just i was gonna say without question the best part of that movie yeah for real like um also can we talk about he's the music just so choice? Ki- such a killer what's that what is this music choice i can't hear it at all let me, let me it's uh, it, in the shadow of love 
This is so, it's like an old Motown in the shadow of love. Like what? Is that what we're setting this high speed street race to? Oh, that's bizarre. That is really, really bizarre to me. Because, I mean, like, I know you're uh, at home watching it, you know, without the sound on, but I've got the sound in my uh, my headphones at the moment. And you're, okay, so I just turned it up for a second. I'm like, oh, I actually kind of like that. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm just like, it just I, I, feels a little it's strange sort of, to me. I see, it, and, I, and I totally agree. By the way, look at that Judith Trank Memorial Hospital. Oh, I wonder yeah. if that's a real sign or if that's a relative. No, that's, um, that's uh, I believe that's uh, Josh Trank's mother-in-law. That's hilarious. Um no, what I was going to say was, uh, I think they were trying to be cutesy about it, if that makes sense. Oh, like, like the whole... It made the scene play kind of both... It, in a weird way, gave me Guardians vibes, right? Because, like, they yeah, used the I old can, yeah. 70s music like that, and you're like, oh, that doesn't work. Oh, it totally works, because, like, it's all about, like, a, evoking whatever emotion you need, and Guardians is kind of funny. I almost feel like that was supposed to be funny from a humorless director. <laughs> for real dude because it's i that's i think what threw me about it is because the the whole tone is you know very low energy and kind of bored not like totally morose but bordering on that and then that comes out of nowhere and it's just like wait what <laughs> now i'm also gotta ask because i know you've seen this already um oh yeah that race we had that was the first act like thing that passes for an action sequence we've seen and we are what we are 25 minutes into the movie so is there any other like legit action sequences because apparently i heard the studio cut like three full-on like straight up uh action sequences i can totally see that uh being accurate i because like again I, I don't really remember the movie very well <laughs> i don't I blame just you. remember not liking it I don't think there is any action, though, now that you mention it. Like, I legitimately think that, yeah, I don't think there's any action in this movie at all. I think there's, like, I think the closest thing we get to an action scene next is them learning to use their powers, but, like, barely. Well, yeah, I, I think, like, uh, I remember hearing one review saying, like, all the action that you see is them watching do random power shit on a television screen, and that's the extent of anything resembling cool superhero action. Oh, absolutely. Sorry, I'm sitting here. I, I was trying to like look up background data. <laughs> I'm like, oh, hold on. I'm, lo I'm looking this up. <laughs> I, it's always funny because it's like in an audio setting. I'm like, oh yeah, nobody can see me not paying attention. We're, for we're shameless second. cheaters when it comes to that kind of shit. Well, I mean, we kind of <laughs> have to be. This is the modern world. People expect us to be on top. They're not going to accept it if I'm like, I think this is a thing, and then they got to Google that shit. Right. That's right. not fair to them. It's not fair to me. Uh, it's mostly not fair. Oh, to them. look at that yeah. wig. The montage. It's beautiful, isn't it? Oh, the montage is like, it does not have. I a... think the montage, by the way, cuts off a huge portion of this movie. Oh, you I for think that sure, was like... dude. Like, all of this you could probably see. Like, you can't, it's, it's hard to tell what was initially in there and what wasn't. And yet, you can also really tell, like, especially the one shot where they're all. They're trying to show that they're bonding by eating Chinese together. <laughs> and you can see just how truly bad that wig is. 
it's oh, really poor, poor Kate Mara. <laughs> isn't it? It's pretty bad, right? Uh, it's impressively bad. I'm also curious what are Johnny Storm's qualifications here? And oh, oh okay. Uh, also, this is he this won is, a car race, dude. That, that <laughs> come on that that shot of like you know Reed Richards taking himself. That is that feels like such a uh, um degrading millennial uh, millennial studio note like oh he's he's a millennial age he's got to take a selfie right right yeah have, throw that make in there take a, yeah make him take a selfie oh yeah. god and look it doesn't even match dude do you see like you notice like that cheap like weak smile that he's like hey candid selfie and then you know and the one that he actually sends is like hey like it's actually got some energy it's sort of funny that they would do that in the first place it it always makes me think of the fourth indiana jones movie yeah and there's a gag in that movie where uh i forget what the whole setup is but like shia labeouf almost gets killed and then um he makes in he like indy saves him right and shia's like holy shit i thought you were a teacher and it cuts to Indy, and he's like, mm, part time. You know, oh like, yeah, that would be funny. I think so I remember talking to this. So like on when we were doing the Indiana Jones movies, like I think yeah, you it, mentioned that it it's not a it's a not great performed line overall. But like, what's fucking crazy about it is that the trailer yeah. has a better cut of it than the actual movie does. Yep. So, like, if you watch the trailer back-to-back, they use two different takes, and they put the worst one in the movie. <laughs> yeah, for real. It's weird. Part-time. And it's even stranger I, that that's Spielberg, too. Like, man, like you, you would have thought... Like, and his editor, Michael Kahn, the dude who put together some of the best movies you've ever seen. It's so right. strange. Like, I don't know. You're like this is this is what we're gonna die on, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe maybe they'll uh, be do good on us for Indy Five because let's be honest, historically speaking, the odd numbered indie movies are fucking great, right? So we'll I'm glad s- that you also don't like Temple of Doom. I'm no- I I look. I appreciate those fans out there, and I understand why you like it. I am just not one of them. Right. <laughs> so. Oh, but back to this movie. Oh man, it's so hard to stay on track of this movie because it's it yeah. doesn't e- it doesn't even it's not even interested in itself. Do you notice how like it's, movies like this in particular, like it's trying to be edgy and dark, like The Dark Knight, and we're not. Oh, we're not a superhero movie. We're we're this other genre that that just happens to be a property of these superheroes and whatnot. Like you know, it's it's like, like dude, come on, like just go right into it, man. Oh, for sure. It's like silly that they handle it that way. It's so silly to me. I just I get so frustrated by a lot of the overall takes in these movies. I, I guess that's why it didn't work. Yeah, you know no, I mean? for real. Because like uh, it's because it, it, uh, really, you know, what was one of the big red flags? Because I was reading up on just like all the drama. Because like I said, the drama behind mm-hmm. this movie is way more interesting than the actual movie. Matter of fact, they should they do a sh- documentary about exactly. it. Exactly. I was about to say, they should do a documentary about chronicling the... <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, yeah, exactly. Chronicling, pun intended. It even looked like Tim Blake Nelson smiled at the same time when you made that. 
<laughs> I am a transcendental, be- transcendental being. I, uh, I expected nothing less. But yeah, uh, what? Yeah. Okay, whatever. Um, so uh, oh, I, I don't know what I don't know what experiment they're doing with that monkey, but you know what? I really don't give a shit anymore. Are they like yeah, teleporting? I, I do really like that. I really do like that you asked. I, I, they still haven't explained why. Oh, they're testing Reed's portal tech on a monkey. Right, that's what it is. Oh, I thought they were teleporting it. Okay, whatever. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Okay, whatever. but it's like wibbly yeah. wobblies, timey wimey, spacey wimey stuff. That's 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 what it is. Yeah. Um, and all of us have to wear cool looking sunglasses for this. Oh, scene. for sure, dude. Like we're. Actually, you know what? I would totally watch a uh, Fantastic Four Men in Black crossover. That's hilarious. That would actually be kind of cool. And you can I do it. I always thought a Men in Black Ghostbusters movie. Before, <laughs> they, they're also they're both owned by Sony, so I'm like, they could really do that. They could. Like Ghostbusters was the what what they were in the 70s. I think even one of the trailers were like before Men in Black, we had Ghostbusters. Um, yeah. Like that'd be really cool. Because it kind of hits cool. the same niche where it's like. Hey, we clean. We treat this uh, supernatural threat like a mundane job. <laughs> hey, look That's at all this pitch. interesting shit that we're looking at. We have to look at it through screens and not like the actual put our actual characters there to like put us in that moment. Now we just had a lot of screen watching in new. Isn't there a lot of screen watching in a lot of later uh, comic book movies, especially bad comic book movies? It does seem to be a thing. I in this again, it's like in this case I don't I see why they did it because it, because I think the whole thing is that ultimately they're going to go there and then they'll you'll go with the characters. Yeah, it, because it's, it's, I, so we're we're I think it's that thing where it's like, yeah, we're 30 minutes into this movie, but this was probably supposed to be 3 hours. So to get here was like, oh okay. You yeah. know what I mean? Like this is this should be in a tease, and so I feel like the directorial move on Trank's idea here was to be like, okay, we need these characters to see this <clears throat> fantastic scenario, <laughs> but they need to see it from a distance uh, so that it looks safe and fine and all this stuff because they sent the bad CGI monkey. Yeah. You know? Oh, can we also talk about how poor the visual effects are? Which yeah, it's really... sort of funny because like uh, some of them are good and then some of them are like that monkey was terrible. Like to the point that I'm like, why even show it? I'm I bet I could look in my stock library and find footage that looked at least as good as that of a monkey in a spaceship. OK, this is another thing that bugged me is like, OK, you guys just de- deserve a big pat on the back for what you're doing here. Like, fuck you. Give me a rate. <laughs> Like, yeah right. <laughs> what, like, shut the hell up and pay me this. Bi- get, give me the billions for this billion, potentially trillion dollar technology. Shut up and pay right. me, and don't pat me on the back. That's when you know this was um, produced by you know a much older demographic of studio heads. Be like, oh, these millennials are doing a great job. Let's give them a pat on the back. Let's n- and we'll just take all of their money. <laughs> Yeah, my thoughts, my sentiments exactly, Victor Von Doom. Just straight up give him the finger. Yep. (sighs) uh, That's so funny. I was just thinking that, too. Waterboarding (laughs) in the fourth dimension. (laughs) There you go. Oh, man. Oh, geez. You're giving the U.S. military all kinds of new ways to torture people. (laughs) Right. Uh, I mean, that is sort of the thing, though. And it's funny that it's kind of 
I don't know if this is a hindrance or help to the new Fantastic Four movie, but I always feel like exactly this threat of like kind of government intervention to do um, bad things with technology like this. Because, yeah, you literally could just dump people in the negative zone and no one would know. But the people who do that even existed. Oh, weirdly enough, they do totally do that in the comics. Like the negative zone right. is like the supermax prison. But I you know what? That. Now I'm starting to see why they don't pay these guys and just give them pat on the backs for inventing this stuff. Because they're going to be drinking on the job. Like, fuck you. <laughs> Man, everyone's an asshole in this movie, aren't they? It's pretty much. Uh, and, of course, because we're going to make it edgy, we got to make it look edgy by having everyone have conversations constantly in dark rooms. Is that this Everyone's, whole movie? Uh, I would say it's like, all of these dark, dramatic scenes. He de Josh Trank definitely likes this lighting package, is what I'll say. Okay, you know what I mean? Because like the movie is seriously. Because like the rest of the time, I think it's lit, it's like fifty fifty, where you're like, oh, that's lit really well, and then other times, like that's lit. Like I don't think this is like lit poorly. It's I don't I I agree with you on the take on it. I I sort of get why he lights it this way. I don't know why he wants that to be the aesthetic of the film. You know what I, I mean? Yeah, and it's so weird because did you hear about like all of his influences that he wanted to bring to this movie? Like apparently he uh, he really wanted to go full Cronenberg uh, with this, like body horror, like when they get especially when they get their powers. I mean, I think that's a cool take, right? Oh, oh like, yeah, no, it's totally cool. To um, but he really I, wanted. Uh, I think uh, scanners was the visual look that he was he wanted to go for, and I looked at this and I'm like. Where the hell is the scanner's look? Because this looks yeah, atrocious. Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> right. No, seriously. It's like it doesn't. Yeah. That's funny. Hey, I'm. I'm. I'm drunk. Let's let's play around with this incredibly dangerous technology. Can you imagine like a fucking, you know, NASA engineer calling his his childhood buddy up? Like, hey, I'm drunk. <laughs> want to play around with this high-tech equipment? No one will you see. want to go to another dimension? <laughs> like, dude, do you have shrooms? Like, yeah, but that's besides exactly. the point. <laughs> yeah. Look at, like, look at his face. Is, ben you see Grimm that? Is, he's that, that? He's that dude, though. Like, Ben Grimm is that friend that will come travel to another dimension with you. Oh, man. In well, the middle of the night. Well, we all have that one friend who will, you know, go to another dimension with it. Although, granted, we have different methods instead of a uh, uh, a trans-dimensional uh, apparatus, as we see here. I didn't realize Miles Teller was so much taller than... Oh, Mrs. my Smith. God, you're right. Like, dude, like, you couldn't have shot that in a better way, like... <laughs> I you know, think maybe they maybe they cast Bell because he was small. You know what? That actually makes si kind of sense. Like then the 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 thing's transformation is that much more drastic. You know? Yeah. Oh, so Jamie Bell is like maybe shorter than me, maybe my height. Okay. Well, you know, whatever. Because I don't mind that. Um, although I will say this. Uh, oh yeah, no, not at all. I'm actually so, curious. What's, I, what's I, funny, though, is it says Miles yeah. Teller is only six feet tall. And I'm like, man, the gap looks much bigger it in those shots. It might just be like, you know, they were using a wide angle lens and that sort of thing. Because, right. um, you know, lens, we could talk about lens trickery and all that stuff. But 
who are these idiots who are actually going to test themselves with no supervision and no backup and no one at the controls? Yeah, so, you know, and it's what I wonder, so I keep thinking about this and going like, oh, wait, so she's not going. Well, no, she's the woman. She's got to stay home and make the the, the containment suits. Like, she's, uh, that's so insulting. It's well, wait, so... is what, yeah, what's going on? Oh. Oh, no, they kept her out because she's the snitch. Oh, God. Yeah, because she just called her dad on them. That's, that's <laughs> God. I was always so like, insulting. don't blow up, don't blow up. I What I think is funny to me is that um, there's, like, this opportunity to take, like, Reed did something stupid here mm-hmm. because he was drunk. And it, like... If you like built that into his character somehow, where you're like, like sort of make what you know, uh, like uh, what Hank Pym was in the comics, like he was actually a raging alcoholic, abusive husband. <laughs> Maybe not that far, but like I actually <laughs> no, yeah, I don't want to go that far because well, that was like, some no, dark no, shit. What I'm no, what I'm saying is that like what would have been interesting to me to his character here is that he's super straight laced, and maybe we had a few moments early on where he's like, I don't drink, and then finally he like gives into this thing where he's just like because he's so smart, he's like, I know exactly how alcohol affects you. It makes your blood vessels do this. It does this. It makes you think this. It lowers your inhibitions. All these things, uh, and and he prides himself on making smart, educated decisions. Right. So he finally goes and gets drunk and during this i feel like he shouldn't have been the one calling ben Grimm so much as someone else like doom should have been like dude call your boy like let's go get in the fucking machine like and then so so this should all be like reed's ultimate character arc of being like i have to lead the team and do the right thing is kind of in response to him making a dumb decision ultimately that caused all of them to and hell you can even play up go how, through this body horror movie you can you can even play up how manipulative uh, Victor would have been towards that right like he's egging him on that sort of thing right just to humiliate like it would him. be and at this point in the movie it would be funny and a little more cute right where it's like kind of just sarcastic almost yeah. like a weird flirting thing that and I don't mean it like in a romantic yeah. sense but you know what I mean though like that like kind man of like, flirts. Right, exactly. Like we're doing and right so, now. <laughs> well, but you know what I mean? And like, they're oh like, oh my god, those, he's taking another fucking selfie. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, I see now. That's the part I absolutely respond to. I'm like, uh, yeah, I would do that. <laughs> okay, but do you really need to show it? Also, like, this is another thing that I know bugged me that because, like, like, like I haven't actually watched this, but I've seen tons and tons of reviews of this. Um, one of the things that I'm like, dude. They stuck their hands immediately into the green goo. Don't yeah. touch the goo. <laughs> like, come on. Like, come on. Even uh, it's so frustrating. Another one of those things where, like, you need one person in the team. Okay. That's like talking for the audience that like. I would love, again, uh, and this is how I would write Reed a little bit, right? Because he's like a nerd, and he's like such a nerd that he doesn't watch movies, so he has he has, doesn't have media. He doesn't read fiction, so he doesn't have the reference <laughs> to not, but, and he's the wrong kind of smart. So he's not like, so he's not thinking about the goo. He's like, he's taking it as like, ooh, new data, and someone else in the group <laughs> needs to be like, what the fuck, dude, you never touched the goo. Oh, dude, this is why, okay, Man, now we, we really should have been in the writing room for this. 
um yeah. although then again it probably wouldn't have mattered anyway because the studio and josh trank to an extent would have fucked it up and, and right. apparently i read like when uh even when they first started um the original script uh i think who, it was uh written by uh oh god what was it um uh shit Where, who yeah uh jeremy slater was the original screenwriter to this uh, and his template was uh, the Avengers movie by Joss Whedon. Um, and uh, Josh Trank said, fuck that movie. I hated every second of it. <laughs> so when it's like, dude, when your writer and director are on completely opposite ends of the spectrum, you For immediately sure. have a problem. Like, oh, that's... touch the goo. <laughs> don't... Sorry, he's touching the goo. I know, I'm screaming don't about touch it. the fucking goo. Like for I real, think, yeah. Uh, and seriously, like the, the thing that bugs me the most, the most, is that despite how smart these guys are, they, there it goes, hands all the way in the goo. Uh, hands all the way in the goo. That is that is that is classified as fisting, right there, sir. <laughs> he is. But, he has fisted and tickled the goo, <laughs> you know. And I, by the way, I like the for for some reason in this color palette in their suits, I always got weird Ghostbuster vibes. Yeah, no, for real. Like I'm totally getting Ghostbuster. This shit, this looks like a uh, de- uh, uh an aborted uh ghost zone kind of concept art, almost. Yeah, exactly. Although Ooh, you know, we no. gotta, and you know what. If this were a Ghostbuster movie, I would not be. I would actually be okay that the uh, the effects look really shitty, because look at these effects. Look, look how bad you guys. Oh, this is this is dumb, you guys. And yeah. there he goes. Don't fall into the goo. No, the helmet goo. Oh no. Yeah, but I also <sighs> think so by the way, my frustration here is not that like yeah. I don't know, I'm just sitting here going like why would Victor be mad? I kind uh... of like cuz they like didn't not try to save him. There's like so the motivations are so vague. Yeah, but really, like you, the biggest thing to take away is these idiots dro- uh, went headlong into this uh, unknown territory of space and time and dimension, and they didn't have any backup on mission control whatsoever. It's so stupid. Uh, it, it, do you have any idea how much trouble you're in? I'm like, dude, this isn't like fucking taking a cookie out of the cookie jar. This shit is is oh, I I can't. But of course, like, it, can, are you are you looking at these oh. visual effects with the same disdain that I am? Oh fuck, man. Yeah, I do not. Li- I always feel bad for Ben in this sequence too. Oh shit, everybody's getting burned. Although it's it's funny. It's like okay, so rocks hit. <laughs> so invisibility thing based on like an invisible pulse i guess but we also have you know rocks pelt ben and johnny gets burns but how do we explain the stretchy stretchy for reed richards 
he was jerking off. <laughs> so that's like, the oh God, this movie's so lazy. <laughs> but yeah, dude, like the, uh, the, the negative zone there, you're right. It did look a lot like Ghostbusters. And if it, like I said, if it were a Ghostbusters movie, I honestly wouldn't mind the fact that the visual effects look so bad in that. Because it honestly made me think of, like, a little bit of Shark Boy and Lava Girl, like, a la Robert Rodriguez. I don't know. What did you get? Did he did he get that? A little Robert Rodriguez? Is that what you said? Yeah. The, the, the negative zone d- does feel like it was rendered by Robert Rodriguez. Yeah. Th- there was one scene in particular right before they were getting back to the, the pod. Yeah. Where uh, I definitely got that vibe in particular. Yo, for real. Oh God, that's no pile. That's no rock pile. It's a. Thing. I like the way he, I like the way the thing looked in this. Yeah, I heard that was all right. Even though he doesn't wear pants or whatever, uh, I guess that's. I don't know, uh, but you know, I gotta admit, I kind of actually miss that's. This is actually kind of cool, where he sees him stretched. Like now, I can kind of see the Cronenberg like vaguely peeking in but that's that's all we're getting because obviously this is uh another location and time jump so clearly the studio is just like taking over right here but um <laughs> he reads all stretching <laughs> are you stretching or He's are you dragging long. are you stretching right. or are you dragging <laughs> 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 so you do know the difference boy can you just imagine if jk simmons just showed up out of nowhere yeah jk would... simmons I, I feel like that should be the new um that should be the new um like stan lee thread in these movies is that jk <laughs> right. simmons should show up in like there should always be a scene of j jonah jameson's show where he's screaming yes. in the background or something yep. for some reason although actually speaking of stan lee because you totally mentioned um, did you know that actually Stanley actively declined to do a cameo in this? That's when you know the movie's really fucking bad. That is when is Stan Lee doesn't do a cameo in your movie. Although, well, you know what was really funny, though? Apparently after... Uh, oh, check it out. He's... Oh, wait. No, never mind. I, I was thinking, like, oh, he's he's beating, like, Whiplash. But no. No. Um, but uh, no, uh, going back to Stan Lee. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but going back to Stan Lee is, uh, yeah, apparently uh, because Josh Trank was under a lot of stress when this movie got released. And, you know, there was also that Twitter controversy about how he's like, oh, I wish I had made a better movie of this. Uh, Stan Lee actually went out of his way to write him a letter of saying, basically saying, are you okay? <laughs> Which is such a sweet Stan Lee thing to do. I'm God, man, we we miss you, Stan, for real. I miss him too. Mm, I'm just really the glad. Sweet to... Smell of his breath on my neck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually just really glad that I got to meet him at in uh, Chicago a few years uh, um, before he passed away. He even signed my uh, Spider-Man poster, which is the best. Oh shit! That's so cool, though. You're so I, fire. 
I love the idea of this. I very much like that there's this sort of like anti, not anti-military. It's not like a really loud part of the story, but there is totally, you know, as soon as all these kids get powers from this, there's definitely the militaristic and government-ish like interest in their abilities. I think the human torch effects are pretty good in this. Yeah, they look all right. I mean, you know, for a comic book movie, I mean. Right. But it is really hard to make that, like, really believable. Yeah. But I don't mind the, the effect. Like, if you took a still of this and showed it to me, I'd be like, hey, right on. That looks pretty good. Yeah. I like the way his eyes kind of glow. and Yeah, the, the eyes and the mouth. Like, that's good. Oh, that's fun. And then we're just going to... Man, like these jumps in time and and location and whatnot, it's like, oh man, like it, this shit is becoming a lot more evident than ever. Oh yeah, that's another thing that I kind of wish that they uh, tried to incorporate into this because, you know, Miles Teller has these distinctive scars on his face. He was in an auto accident um, a long time ago, but... Uh, Man, how cool would it have been if they actually utilized those scars, you know, the way that they did for um, Harrison Ford with Indiana Jones? Oh, yeah, that would have been awesome. But Miles Teller is no Harrison Ford. Give him time. Give him time. <laughs> he was in, I mean, he did have like a really great breakout in Whiplash. Oh, for sure. But and it's just that this 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 did not do him any favors. No, I I think he's a talented actor for sure. Yeah. Especially when the fact that you know that was actually him drumming most of the time. So now this begs a question: um, Who is the best uh, version of the thing? Or you know what? Even better. Uh, who's the uh, the MVPs of this movie for real? Who do I think the MVPs yeah. of this movie are? Yeah, because it's kind of hard for me to to put it down. Uh, probably the production assistants who had to deal with all the bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I'll be honest with you. I kind of don't think I think the cast is pretty even in that they're all really good and. Like I love Ben Grimm in this. I like. I don't. I, like. I don't. I don't know how to say that. I'm like. I don't really love ultimately. But right. Like. If I just took like a frame in a moment, I think everybody's performing what they're given well. That's the way I should say it. Pro yeah. Because um, and I, mean uh, I think Miles Teller in this is my least favorite. I guess if I had to, he and Kate Mara are probably tied for the bottom. Everybody else is. Reed Richards and Sue Storm answer. just aren't very interesting in these in they, any of the movies, are they? They also, for whatever weird reason, they always cast two actors who have zero chemistry together. It, I like, know, right? I, it's so I, weird. Like, I don't think these two look as mismatched as I thought Yoan Grufford and um, um, Jessica, uh, Alba. Jessica Alba were. Like, I'm always shocked she got cast, but I kind of get it because she was popular at the time and yep. pretty yep and uh but no i i'm just sitting here i don't know i i i find it so odd that they cast 
again, a Reed and Sue who barely have chemistry. You know oh, what I mean? And yeah, I think what? if I, I don't I'm, know, I'm sorry. I'm just looking at the movie right now. Cause like, dude, we Here. clearly saw what the thing looks like. Why are we hiding him in shadow? Like we haven't seen him before. Yeah. Right. What? The- oh wait, no, this is, this isn't the thing. This is Reed. Yeah. yeah it's just like, what? We, but we no, as an audience, th- what do you mean? This is, this is, this is Reed here. This isn't the thing, is what I'm saying. In the, oh no, no, I'm wrong. I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah, I'm an idiot. I thought I thought he was talking to. I I thought he just said read a second ago to him. Well, in, I'm in such an fa- asshole. I'm so all, sorry. No, no, it's cool. Like in all fairness, it's so poorly lit anyway. That yeah, for, well, for sure. Yeah, look at Tim Blake now. He's like, well, we have one light on you. But it, you know, I'm like, are they trying to do the? This is my character now. Yeah. But it's just so one okay, okay movie, okay movie, and then this is really where I think they cut a shit ton of the movie out. Okay, this look at all one this. year later thing. Look at this shit. Like we're actually looking at you know what counts as an action sequence here. Like it's the and it's way off in the background. It's on the screen again. How frustrating is that? I, I don't know. It's like crazy to me. Like, all of this is crazy to me. Seriously, look at this shit. Like, at least we're seeing powers being used here. Right. But... And it's uh, filling up 60% of the screen. Oh, here's Kate Mara in the wig, for sure. Uh, the wig here God. is really bad. Oh, God, look at it. Yeah, because they definitely cut like a large portion of the movie right at that one year yep. later thing. Dude, we could have had a movie where the where we get to see the thing take on a tank squadron, a couple of Abrams. Right. Like Right. Man, dude, that is that is so And what sucks is they did the effects, right? They shot right? that scene. Oh, can you dude, can you imagine those poor visual effects artists be like, We slaved over this movie countless times and this is what it looks like in the end? Right. Fuck this. <laughs> like even the visual effects artists who had to make this movie essentially like three, four times over are like, God, I hate this. Right. Cause nothing's more frustrating having done the work three and four times and the end result is so shitty looking and the worst part is they're only paid for the one time uh for the one movie and not the other four times that they made it visual effects artists really get a shit ton of stiff arms and that's why you see so many of them go out of business so quickly the stiffest of arms for real Okay, cool. Are we ever gonna see like any cool shit? This like, is, no, he's just gonna like flame on here and fly for a second, and then I think that's it. Here you go. Oh, oh my god. So what? then I think this is old Sue footage. I can't tell, but it's all dumb. <sighs> but it's like you know, in these moments, I'm like, oh, it looks cool. It's like I'm glad to see this in a modern time. But then, oh, there's the. Is this the wig or the? No, I think that's her actual hair. Because the, the way hair. it's okay. just the way it's like yeah. whipped back like that, like that that feels like a real right. hair. 
Yeah, you you wouldn't have the like the you can see where it, it touches her scalp. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, on this movie, you are, honey. I'm sorry. Even Kate Morrow is like, yeah, look, I'm not I'm not mad that I did this movie. I'm just mad that I didn't stick up for myself on set when I needed to. <laughs> Damn. Ah, God. Also, that's another thing. Like, do you notice how she's like, they're not powers, they're aggressively abnormal abilities or whatever they're whatever she said. I'm yeah. like, dude, this movie is a shame to be a comic book movie. Yeah, it's like that was the, it was like sort of like a he wanted to do like what if this was real? So it's like it's kind of why I don't really you know, again, Down I in see his front, vision. Ben. <laughs> Like, we're trying to watch the action sequences. <laughs> like, what is the... Look at this! Look at this! We're getting an action sequence. Fuck! This is uh, so annoying. God, how long... Uh, uh, how, actually, I'm curious. Just because I'm so frustrated already. How We are... Let's see. We are 59, 52... We are, all, like, almost a full hour in. Uh, In three, two, one... Now we are a full hour into this movie. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh, just well, I will give it this though. At least it feels like the runtime. It's just really fucking frustrating within that runtime. Because right. have you ever had watched those movies that like this movie's only eighty seven minutes and it never fucking ended? <laughs> like, oh yeah. Um, I think I, I uh, experienced something like that over the holidays. I was watching. Uh, I actually subjected my family to the Star Wars holiday special, uh, <laughs> and uh, my mom was into it. Like she was like, "I want to see how bad this really is," but she wound up leaving around the time the uh, the uh, uh, instructional video was coming up. So um, by the time B. Arthur rolled around, literally no one was watching, including me. <laughs> uh, and I remember very something very because uh, I think that th that whole uh, special is like maybe less than two hours uh, minus the cre the commercials or anything. But I remember it was just still go my dad looks around in the corner and was going like, is that thing still going? And it was only like an hour and a half in. And I'm like, dad, yes, you don't understand this movie. This special warps time and slows it down because it's so grating and boring. Granted, I don't think this movie reaches that level, but I will say this. It's coming damn near close. A little too close for comfort. <laughs> I love how awkward this whole scene is because it's definitely the we reshot it. Yep, because you notice how quickly her hair changed. Ugh. Yeah, it's like every other cut was different. And I love that suddenly there's this subplot. Reed abandoned us. He left us here. I can't believe you're still defending hey, him. Hey, can you actually show that shit, you guys? Right. So, so you, you actually... Anything else? Like, yeah, a bigger screen to see all the action scenes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wait, what music are we going to be playing here? Yeah, right. Oh, I so it's just going to be it, it's it's what? It's literally just score. Dude, do you know how easy it would have been if they had just 
stuck like a a, a a like some kind of weird like can you imagine uh, like I, I'm, I'm obsessed with this song but can you imagine if she just put that on and do uh, you, you know how many crazy edits you could do with that you could have her listening to like intergalactic by beastie boys or you could have her listening to fucking country home uh, t like uh john denver uh would take me home country road like you could get weird and crazy with that, man. But oh yeah, all we heard was just her putting on the uh, the headphones, and it's just musical score and no like you. What a waste. Oh okay, it's what? It's just a weird choice overall in general. I'm like, okay, what is this? What did she want to hear? Yeah, like what? What, what kind what? of music is this? Like going to be part of her character? We still don't really what? know anybody. What? I do like Reed doing this shit with his face. What was that with the face? What was that? That's a that's a canonical ability. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I remember they they talked about it. I I think I only know that because it was something they did for the first 2005 one where they had him look like um they had him do a bit where he looked like made himself look like Hugh Jackman. And I did the reaction you just had, and I was like, what the fuck? And I looked it up, and I remember being like, oh, okay, I guess that's a thing. Well, whatever. He, it doesn't do it often because it's corny, and Reed's not that guy. So it's like a useless power to him. So like, it's weird that they have him doing this in the first place, but I don't know. Uh, yeah. I can't tell if these are reshoot bits. I would assume not because of how good the shots of his face were yeah for real um, like they wouldn't have they wouldn't have shot the punch in like that as a separate setup now i am curious because you mentioned like the uh uh the things cg is actually kind of okay but mm -hmm. what if you could would you actually go back to the rubber suit at this point no but uh, five years ago maybe like i definitely think there's charm to Having it be practical, but like, look at the thing, right? Like, if it were me, I would uh, years ago, I'd have been like, let's just do, let's like Peter Jackson, a jacked dude. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and let's do some forced perspective and get clever about it and maybe, you know, pat him out with maybe some prosthetics and a little seat. Like, either way, I, I, even if it was a practical suit now, I would still be like, add some CG to touch it up a little bit. Type okay, that, that's fair. But uh, um, now I would say I would say CG's the move because we've gotten to the point where we really can. Oh shit! Are we actually going to get an action sequence? Of course not. He's read. Re oh no, you're right. There's oh action. shit! Oh shit! Holy shit! Are we gonna? Oh my god! We're actually got an action sequence here. This is this is okay. We, we so we are an hour and five minutes in. Hour six minutes in, and we finally got one. Oh shit! Oh, are we shit. gonna have like a, a versus? Oh crap! Okay. And now it's over. Wow, wow! That was, man, that's disappoint. God, that's frustrating, actually. Yeah, dude. Like we were gonna. Ha I thought we were gonna have like a full on, like you know, versus moment, like the that great moment in Avengers where it became, you know, a fight between. Captain America, or uh, excuse me, Thor and Iron Man. 
But no, it ends in one head. Wow, that is... Dude. Dude! I, I honestly can't believe I'm looking at this. Ah. Uh. Man, and also just... It, we had we had we finally got a little bit of energy and you know what the movie is like no 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 we're gonna go back to our fetish of talking to each other in dark rooms ah oh, man that's that's wow this sucks okay harsh Okay, so now what, what's how's up? How's his voice? I'm gonna mute it. I want to hear Ben talk. Well, never mind. Next time Ben talks, I'm gonna I'm gonna mute myself for a second so I can hear him. Right, because oh, uh, so strange. The whole movie is strange. It's so cut up, you know. Yeah, no, like, for, yeah, yeah. When you see the time jumps and oh my god, another dark room where people are talking. Go. Jesus Christ. I mean, people yeah. complained about the Phantom Menace being all about, like, fucking Senate meetings and boring trade negotiations and blah, 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 blah. Like, shut up. At least we had Duel of the Fates. Like, this shit's boring. <laughs> and as a matter of fact, you know what? I just, you know what just hit me? It's Especially in this shot right here. Um, It just dawned on me. Literally, they want every scene to look like the interrogation scene from The Dark Knight, only slightly darker. <laughs> look how bad her wig is here. Dude. Oh, God, it's so bad. Maybe that's another reason why they wanted all these scenes lit so darkly is like, oh, no, he's like, she's totally not wearing a wig, you guys. Like, look how dark it is, right? Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, but yeah, so I'm just trying to think, like, going back to a, a much more interesting conversation than these get, cats are having. Because like I said before, you can, you know, take a piss, go to the bathroom, get a, go to the lobby, get some, let's go to the lobby to get ourselves some snack. You won't miss a thing, guys. That's, that's the point I'm trying to make here. Um, but I'm just trying to think what you were saying about, uh, um, a CG thing and i'm like you know i normally love doing practical stuff especially because of how much i loved uh how michael chiklis looked in the uh the the 2004 and 2007 movies um but i don't know i i i, I guess i'm torn i guess maybe do like like what you were saying do part of it where it's uh where you actually have makeup that or a costume that it looks uh practical enough and then you add cg to it later in post yeah i most i loved michael chiklis's performance i thought he was like excellent casting mm -hmm. um the thing i didn't like about him is that they did nothing about his size so he in like michael chiklis isn't like a huge guy Mm -hmm. Like, you know, the, like he was in, and back then, especially he was like in really good shape because he was doing yeah. the shield and everything. Yeah. Um, and I was like 110% on board. I still think he's probably the best thing we've gotten. I would love oh, totally. for him to play him in the Marvel universe. It would be so fucking cool. Right. Um, 
But he, uh, I, I really think that like they missed out on giving him the brow. He doesn't look like the thing in the face, and that frustrates me. Yeah, I, I actually was kind of okay with it just because he was actually able to emote enough through it. And I'm like, true. Right, well, it's not, it's not perfect, but you know, I'm like, you know what? I'm on board with it just because he's actually doing a really great job working through all of that makeup. Right. Um. <laughs> although I, 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 although I do disagree that I wouldn't want him to come back as the thing, simply because his chemistry with Chris Evans was so fucking perfect that I'm like, no, they're like, it's like Jay and Silent Bob. You bring one in, you got to bring in the other guy. Otherwise, it's really wouldn't not that be work. amazing if that's how Chris Evans came back to the? <laughs> it's like we're not going to acknowledge that it's he looks suspiciously like Captain America. We're just going to roll with it. It's so it's sort of like it, going back to Kevin, like when you know uh, when uh, 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 Ben Affleck's character shows up in his movies and he talks about Ben Affleck. It's like, it's like one of those things that, yeah, we don't care. We're just acknowledging shit. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, I don't know. I, I, I'd really like to see, who would you cast as the thing in, if like, if the, if the MCU actually did introduce the Fantastic Four, who would you cast as, uh, not just the how, thing, but all of them? How, how old are you casting that MCU version? Uh, that's honestly, there's a lot of liberty you could do. Cause I remember you pitching way back to me. Uh, I forget it was either on this show or otherwise, but didn't you actually pitch it as like a prequel that actually took place in the silver age of the sixties? Yes, that is definitely what I would like to do. And I think it would be cool back in like the early two thousands. I loved like and and because he was charming, I thought if they wrote it well, he would be smart too. But I really loved, and I'm talking like at least 20 years ago. So now would not be a good time for this. But I loved the George Clooney rumor forever. I was oh. like, yes, please. Clooney? I'm like, I think he's he's like a charming lead. Uh, so I could believe him as a leader, but I think he's also a good enough actor to play Reed the way we need him to so he could blossom into a more comfortable character. Yeah, um, dude. I think Clooney's charming side would play very well in the MCU regardless. Oh, yeah, uh, Even totally. at this rate, even as an older man. Um, but uh, so that would have been a glorious pick there. You know, I'll say this. I don't like Jim from The Office. I'm sorry I don't know his name off the top of my head right now. Okay. I don't really like him as Reed Richards. I, I'm i not excited about that. Um, I do like, though, uh, Emily Blunt for Sue Ooh, Storm. That would be a good Sue Storm, actually. Uh, I think she's uh, I think she's a talented actress, but I also love that she's like really physical. Yes. Uh, and if you ever watched, I've, they've renamed it ten times, but the Tom Cruise sci-fi Groundhog Day movie. Oh, Edge of um, Tomorrow. Yeah, I saw that. I, she was great in that. Yeah, and she's and I remember thinking, I'm like, oh, I wish she was Carol Danvers, to be honest with you. But Yo. That did, um, but so anyway, so I think. I think that would be a good time for Emily Blunt to finally join because she's like almost always been in the MCU. Yeah. She was almost Black Widow. I think she would have been incredible at that. But uh, so there's my casting there. Um, For the Human Torch, ah, gosh, I don't know. I can't think of anybody immediately offhand that screams to me. But 
One, a name I see thrown around for another Marvel part I think might actually be good here, but I would go with, I, I'll throw this in because I think he's talented too. But if you're going to do white people, it would be Taron Egerton. Okay. Oh, uh, shit. I think he's pretty. I think he's pretty charming and funny. Oh my gosh, it's Doom time. Uh, I don't know if it's Doom. It, hey, it, so we mentioned Ghostbusters as you know the negative zone being a aborted ghost zone shit sort of <laughs> yeah. thing going. Isn't there a ghost like an accidental Ghostbusters reference in this where there's like there is no Victor, only Doom. Oh, that's hilarious. I don't know, <laughs> but probably. I, I think I remember seeing that in like one of the reviews or an honest trailer or whatever. But I thought that was fucking hilarious. Um, but oh god so also who would you cast as uh Victor Von Doom for the MCU? I feel like I don't like the idea that Doom is the same age as the kids anymore. Oh, I think no. that needs to change. Yeah. I think Doom needs to be the slightly older person. He needs to be like he needs to be like the we need the anti Hank Pym, okay? Yeah. Like the MCU Hank Pym. So we need an older guy. Maybe this is where Clooney shows up. I was about to um, fucking say that. <laughs> Just like, but hey, like get Clooney on that. Because I need him to be cool and arrogant, but he needs to be just a little maniacal and smart. Yeah. Um, damn, that actually would be kind of cool. Um, <laughs> but like the thing is, he'd have to carry a bunch of movies. So I don't. I wonder if they'd want someone a little younger, like you know Josh Brolin doing Thanos, for example. Yeah, maybe. Well, he's still kind of up there. He's in his sixties now, though. So. Yeah. Um, oh, is he really? Damn, yeah, I didn't realize. I, th I think so. Like he, because well, you know how actors, like especially big Hollywood actors, they go through all these regimen and all these trainers and all these nutritionists to make sure that they stay fucking in really good shape. Yeah, um, he's only fifty-two, so he's not too old. Oh, okay, right on. But uh, yeah, dude. So I'd, I'd still like to see maybe someone in their like early sixties to do a uh, of Victor Von Doom. See, I would probably, I would, I think I would cast probably about a decade younger. I think I would want, because I want the rest of the cast to be, I want it to be like a, I, I feel like Reed should be not in his 20s, but like probably early 30s. Okay. So that there's not like a, it, it, and this is just my take, not a huge gap between them, because I want Reed to be able to see enough of himself in doom in a weird way like yeah to see like this oh you like you'll understand why i like the idea of doom being the person that reed looks up to and then when the shit hits the fan and it's kind of reed's fault he's also a little upset for having you know killed his mentor effectively yeah. apprentice mentor um, shit kind of going on okay so are they gonna go full scanners oh they did this is where yeah right on although scanners will always have Ooh, the there best you go head explosion ever so um they did it low they did it they did it with a lower rating because they kept the suit on <laughs> yeah, so it didn't exactly. blow through the helmet but exactly they were like eh, you guys you can't go full r-rated like we're not edgy enough yet um but <laughs> does doom have those kind of powers i forget I, I don't really i feel like dr doom's power set is a somewhat not well defined because they're like, he's a super evil genius who sometimes has the power cosmic, but sometimes doesn't. Yeah, I love him just like, I he think looks he like does a crack have, dummy. 
yeah, he? The, with the, the mouth and the eyes. Right. I I think they fucked up there. I think they should have just had like I feel like this is correct in the power set. I feel like him slap like force slamming people against the walls and shit is real, but I don't really know. Yeah. You know because he's like, you know, the point I think I'm trying to make here is you're never going to see anyone cosplaying this on the floor, you know, no. when whenever the fuck we're going to have conventions again. Um, right. But when we do, I guarantee you, you will not see this version of Dr. Doom on the floor. Matter right. of fact, do we have you seen any Dr. Good Dr. Doom cosplays? Because I haven't actually seen. Maybe it's just because uh, I haven't been to a convention for so uh, so fucking I, long. I did I did one time at like Mid Ohio Con like thirty years ago I feel like and it wasn't really thirty years ago but I was like fifteen maybe um, <laughs> times um, have changed haven't they <laughs> yeah right exactly now that I'm in my sixties no, but um, uh, oh my buddy Justin though I threw this Halloween party a couple years ago at our warehouse spot and my buddy Justin welded himself his own dr doom mask and it was honestly pretty i mean it was like you know he had it it was like a basic mask but like it looked amazing it was well done i'm not i'm only saying it that way to temper the audience's expectations because you know cosplay is oh yeah uh, dude people very in the thick of things is not cool i mean hell i'm sure dude like he'd still look amazing just with the cloak yeah right Oh man! Oh yeah! Okay, it's so like, what the it's, hell is his motivation here? He's like, I just want to leave. <laughs> okay, so just let him go. Like, if he wants to go back to the negatives, just let leave him be. Like, you don't have to. You don't have to keep him here. Yeah, that's kind of why I don't know why he they wouldn't let him go back to the negative zone if that's where he's trying to go. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. Killed daddy right off. Okay. So, well, we got to show he's evil, I guess. Right. Oh, look, a power. We actually got to see him use a power. Yay. And then Reed. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> this is so dumb. Reed's like the only one who's used his powers. Well, I mean, we saw a force field and we saw a flame That's throw, true. and that was about it. But, and then Ben Grimm just walks around and throws tanks off screen. Uh, so, so fuck. And all in dark rooms that are key lit blue. You know what really sucks? Is apparently we were going to have... Okay, where did he get the cloak? Who? Uh, Von Doom. Oh, like, Doom. where the hell did he get the, the cloak? Was it just uh, in he there? He had that... That was the one... He was wearing it when they took him, right? Okay, so they just left the cloak in. Kind of dumb, but whatever. Yeah, because yeah, he, like, when they first pulled him out, like, then when they showed him before, he was that way. Oh, man, this is so... You know, in one, in a version of the script, they uh, actually made a, uh, a portal machine. Like, the, Oh, look, a sky bean. We haven't seen one of those in a comic book movie ever. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> um, but they were had, like, the apparatus to get a portal, open up a portal... On a car, so it would have the fantastic car would have been an extra dimensional car. How cool That's would that have insane. been? Like we were getting yeah. all this shit, man. Like I, I'm, I'm just like looking at like all the different 
stuff that they would have had. Uh, like they would have had, you know, uh, oh God, they would have had, they actually would have found an, uh, you know what they were, were supposed to find in this, the negative zone alternate dimension. They were supposed what? to find an, a, a destroyed alien civilization and they were supposed to find the, um, who destroyed that civilization and it was going to be Galactus. We would also have Mole Man and Herbie the Robot. Uh, and like I said, the Fantastic Car, all that stuff would have been in this movie. Instead, we got this mess of a third act. Yeah, this is wild. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. And we I'm are... guessing this is all reshoot stuff, right? Because she's in the wig, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. And, of course, we've got a sky beam because studio notes know that the one thing that's going to make you money at the box office is a sky beam. This shot. I mean, and by the way, it is like that last shot was kind of cool looking there. You know, there are a few, like, cool shots. Yeah, individually. And then there's, like, some shots that I, I remember there was, like, one famous shot from the trailer where uh, the thing does a dive bomb. That looks really, really fucking cool, and it gets completely cut out in all this mess. Yeah. Oh, and uh, okay, so now we're actually going to have powers go up against powers. We're actually going to have probably not big, though. big superhero CGI fight. Maybe I'm holding out. We got what, like 16 minutes left in the movie? So come on, the punt, the the thing just punched something. So there's that. Or, okay, he's just going to get... And they're like, I'm going to cover you in more rocks. <laughs> You're I'm a bigger you... thing now. <laughs> Which we're like, all right, whatever. Oh, look. Also, what's the point of him pulling everything through this portal? I, I if don't... it's just going to destroy it all? Because he's like, ha, 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 I'm going to suck everything through this portal. Yeah. And they're like, but why? Yeah, for real. Like, why? What do you have to gain or to lose? Yeah, because he was just like, Earth is dying. But I'm like, and you what? and humanity but, had its chance. Like, look, I'm not saying I disagree with you or anything. But... <laughs> yeah, but like, just make me understand so you don't just sound like a crazy person. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh wait, oh my god, wait, do rocks go through? Oh force god, notes? oh god, there it is. There is no victor, only doom. <laughs> Oh, this movie fucking sucks. <laughs> like, dude, how bad this third act in particular, like, I, I again, throughout the whole, do you see what I mean about it being so frustrating? It's like the yeah. entire time I'm like, there's something kind of could be here. And at every opportunity, you ruined it. I know, right? It's like all the good shit was cut out. And maybe some of it was never shot because he fucking. Oh yeah, dude, totally. I believe his it. Shit. Like, because there's a reason why Josh Trank is never going to release a director's cut because literally half the stuff that he wanted to do was not filmed. It was just instead uh, reshot by the, the studio, so it doesn't even exist. Because you know how uh, uh, Richard Donner went back to do Superman, his version of uh, Superman Two. Well, remember, he only shot about half that movie, and he's like, look, I acknowledge I'm going to use as much as I physically can, but I also acknowledge that about 30% of the movie that you see here, I didn't direct, and I'm just forced with the the, uh, the footage here. Right. Um, maybe he could do that in, the, in a way with this movie, but 
I also don't blame him at all being so irked by the experience that he's just like, I'm just going to put it in the corner. I don't want to think about it. I don't, wanna, I don't even, I just want to forget about it. Right. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like getting out of a, a really bad abusive marriage. Oh, for sure. Throwing doom down a crack. That's okay. Is that going to solve anything? Because the dude can, didn't we just like uh, establish that the dude can like fly and levitate shit? He has every know. power you need. Yeah, the, anything that the script needs him to do conveniently. Because I mean, his so... motivation, his motivation, and his powers is so like vague that no one, no one really cares anymore. This is so. It's just what a terrible reshoot in oh, general this it's just right so here. dumb it's they're literally explicitly stating like we got to work together like dude come on like the number one thing you will hear any filmmaker tell you when trying to avoid you know uh uh clear uh shortcuts to telling a story is show don't tell and these guys are clearly telling what I, I yeah i i, I it's I, so ridiculous i i don't i don't i don't understand your motivation doom 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 is this is it's real you know what the really frustrating part for us comic book nerds we know how fucking pimp he is in the comics like dr doom is like one of the most badass villains in the comics and jesus christ you were like what a fucking waste here also, you gotta love that these uh, these kids who are supposedly geniuses that can make these billion-dollar apparatuses to travel to different dimensions, that their best plan is to punch this guy really hard in the face. That's their plan. Right. And he I am smarter than you. He said the well. He's only smarter than them because he's the thing said the said his catchphrase. That's what makes him smarter than Doctor. Oh man, this movie fucking blows. <laughs> Hopefully, you know what a terrible fucking. I'm just like I'm sitting here like every time the things are reshot. It feels like a totally different movie. Yeah. I feel a little bad for the director, but don't really because he acted like a fucking asshole. Yep. But it's that whole thing where what frustrates me about studio work sometimes. Yeah, like what I don't even understand how this how this worked in the first place. Like, how does this plan work? Oh wait, whoa, whoa, wait, what? They just magically go through don't they need like a machine to go through the portal? How did that not be? I guess because he opened the portal uh, to suck the world they can fly through. Oh, this movie can. I, I would gladly toss this. Why was there even a this. portal fight? I wonder if the original end of the movie even had a portal fight. Uh, it, we could have had. You remember when uh, Spider Man was fighting uh, Thanos and uh, on the, uh, the 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 planet in Infinity War, and we got portal combat. With him, yeah. where he's just leaping through like magic with a kick, magic with a punch. Like we could have had that kind of shit. Yeah, it's so boring. 
this is so yeah also look at the framing like I, do you notice look, the framing where yeah. <laughs> where where they it's where they show all four of them and the thing is standing up and oh, we can only see his crotch what the that is studio framing right there well yeah because i'm trying to see that fucking orange dong dude <laughs> Oh, are we there yet? <laughs> we have yeah, nine minutes left. Like I said at the beginning of the show, dude, you've irreparably changed our friendship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait till you get to next month's episode, man. Um, well, we'll see about that. <laughs> I could die at any time. Um, well, at least, you know, I like to think, though, that we're doing the public, the listeners out there a great service. By making this movie infinitely more entertaining than it ever could be on its own. Yeah. Just regardless of how many drunk friends you're watching. Because you ever have that thing where you're just like, hey, let's get a bunch of friends together. You know, back when we could have gatherings. Just get a bunch of friends together, get drunk, and watch some really fucking awful, terrible movies. And just have a great time. It's really hard to do with movies like this because they're just so boring that's wildly so yeah so i'd like to think that maybe there's like a drinking party where people are listening to this and having a good time just kind of listening to us riff forever and ever yes Uh. that line right there is the most phoned in thing i've ever ever seen Pro- I, pro- that is probably the most phoned in line i've seen uh since in the last 20 25 years of movies that i've seen you know man you can even tell this is a reshoot not even just from her hair yeah but also from like the thing cgi being 80 times worse than all of the other cgi of him in the movie yeah like when they cut to the wide a bit like here look how bad he looks yeah. and moves yep i'm i'm seeing it for real dude uh, but also the dialogue uh, the dialogue the delivery you could tell josh trank wasn't even here on set that day yeah and it, art, like it and, was definitely just like say the lines guys oh and it our finally fucking mercifully ends man jesus that was that was uh 93 minutes 93 minutes and that's what we got jesus christ and not one but not two but three people wrote this script man and god knows how many more behind the shadows that are completely uncredited so yeah uh Safe to say, uh, this movie's like okay, like it's not great or anything, but like whatever. <laughs> no, it's bad. It's really bad, you guys. Um, so uh, yeah, it's terrible. I and it's like they wasted music by Marco Beltrami and yep. fucking Philip Glass. And you know what? Like the sad you're kidding thing is, me. You the, got yeah. their music is actually not half bad. Like you know, no, it's that's kind of a- running the bill or whatever, but. Fuck me, man. Well, because the movie sucks, so they they probably I'm sure so much of it's fucked from that angle. Yeah, I believe I, it. I'm just I'm just mad thinking about it. <laughs> but it's okay cuz I think it's safe to say that because, you know, here on the show we try not to repeat ourselves or do anything like that. But 
now just not even in the realms of this show we can safely say that we will never ever ever have to watch this film ever again right thank god right for real yeah, like, like literally if i ever meet another person who's like hey mark you want to come on my podcast and watch a fantastic four movie i'm gonna be like tim <laughs> take off the fake mustache and i'm never the fake mustache over my real mustache <laughs> exactly that's why i thought it was extra weird that you thought i would fall for it. <laughs> But you know another thing that just because uh, there's no post credit shit, is there? No, what would there? I don't think anyway. I mean, I no. I'm sad we have to, it's. Hey, it was Tim Heidecker, so that was Tim. The other guy is Eric Wareheim. Okay. Um. Yeah. So. Uh. Well, uh, yeah, you're right because I'm really gr- glad that there is no post credit thing because it's it's kind of like you know going back to going back to Green Lantern. Um, when I saw that and there was like a post credit tease with Sinestro getting the, uh, uh, um, the, uh, the, the yellow, yellow ring, ring and becoming part of the Sinestro Corps. And, you know, now in retrospect, it's like, oh, that's adorable. They thought there was going to be a sequel. I, I at least admire the dignity that they're like, yeah, no, this is not going to have any sequels. I want to know what the behind the scenes is on that movie because I bet some bullshit went down because that movie's only like 75 minutes long. Oh my God. Right. Well, seriously, though, I'm like, there's no way they were like, yeah, we're going to make an an 80 minute long Hollywood film. No, you know what I mean? I it just doesn't seem right. Yeah. So I man, So. But I will you know, I I still think there is one thing to consider, because I I know this is probably for like a much later time and whatnot. But I'm really curious what you think of uh, uh, the other three fantastic four movies because we all know this is the worst this is the fucking worst but as I mean, far as I the think others you said it pretty well earlier i don't like the roger corman one like i don't really like any of them if that makes sense mm-hmm. but i also i kind of feel like you said it right like the the two by tim story in the mid 2000s they're fine they're you know what i mean there's uh, they at least have more action than this does yes um even though it sucks and they do they those you know but i i have to give those ones sort of the benefit of the doubt in a weird way because they are totally a a product of the times where studios were still afraid of superhero movies like those that went into production i think before spider-man happened and like oh, before it right came out and time, we knew yeah. it was going to, you know what I mean? Before we knew all the shit was going to work. For so real. I feel like at that point, everybody's sort of on the fence. I don't know. But, um, I, you know, I, I can't really back that up because I don't know what years they came out. Uh, I think but, the first one was 2004 and the other one was uh, 2007. Okay, so... um. Yeah. Well, I guess the thing is, they they definitely feel like products of their time. But the point is, they are forgettable. They are not worth your time, really. But if they're on in the background, I'm not gonna like make a big effort to change no. the channel, kind of a thing. If no. that makes sense. Yeah. I think the second one is better than the first, but that is very very faint praise. Uh, with regards to the Roger Corman one, I kind of like the costuming and that it is like literally yeah. he just tried to do it. It's too low budget, but they tried to do. A six like a sixties movie. It's kind of how I would actually want to do, in certain regards. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, totally. In regards to some of the costuming ideas, but with the budget, you yeah. know, where they um, 
would set it very period. And it very much feels like a Jack Kirby book in a lot of regards. Yeah, they were hamstrung by the budget, so the flame-on effects look bad, and the casting's not necessarily right. But, you know, it's not, I don't know. It it could be a ton worse. For a movie that was so canceled i'm just like yeah it just it would have done what literally all of the other fantastic four movies (laughs) did if you hadn't banished it to obscurity it would have been like all right that wasn't good it was it was pretty much like most of the other content marvel was putting out at that time like the the shitty jd salinger's grandson captain america movie or whatever the hell it is or uh uh, the you know uh, where you're like that didn't ruin punisher or uh, no, not not Punisher. I think it was Thor. There's Dolph Lundgren did a Punisher. That's oh yeah. Wait, no, it was Punisher. Uh, okay, I forget who. Yeah, did, so like, it's like the early '80s Thor. Um, and so you get the you get the idea where I'm like, this wouldn't have damaged these characters long term. It didn't damage any of these other characters. You know, so I don't true. know why that was the one they were like, oh, hide that one. They it almost made it mythological. So in a weird way, I'm like, am I having this response because you told me how bad it was and I watched it? I was like, yeah, it's bad, but it's not like I've literally seen way worse movies. For real, you know? dude. Yeah. Um, th- and that's another thing. Like, yeah, this movie's bad, but I've seen fucking I've watched Neil Breen movies. So like this, this is uh, this is nothing. Um, but yeah, it's, it's I'm kind of on the same boat with you. Although I do like uh, the the Tim Story movies a little bit more. Just because I was in, I was a lot younger when those came out, so I have a, I have a little bit more of a child, you know, a sweet, childlike taste for them. Uh, and now I look at them and I'm like, they're not, they're not really that good. There's a lot of stuff in there that I'm like, what the fuck, you guys? But right, um, yeah, uh, and and of course, being products of the products of their time, like that's ninety percent of the reason why we had like. You know, Galactus was a space cloud because Parallax and Green Lantern was also a space cloud villain. Um, how we, man, there were a lot of space cloud villains in the mid two thousands, weren't there? That, yeah, all the like everybody was really afraid that nobody was going to go into this, and I was always frustrated because I was at that right age where I'm like just starting to get into like school and stuff, where I'm like, guys, we the reason that these books and characters and stories have been popular in other forms of media is because we are in for some wild shit dude think of some of the biggest movies of all time like that are like considered classics like ghostbusters it's a movie about fucking four schlubs that literally hunt ghosts for a living yeah and it's with like laser weaponry you know it is it's out there so it's like this weird thing where i'm like why was this where you think that adapting properties like this would have been an even more of a no shit thing because all of those things I'm referencing as greats weren't adaptations of an existing media. No. These are original ideas from usually Canadian comedians. Yeah. And um, no, and thinking about that. So I was always frustrated when we like when they, you know, they like make fun of it in the X-Men movies. And we talked about that when we yeah. did those. But like. It's was frustrating to me because I'm like, well, yeah, I didn't expect it to look like spandex, but you definitely could have used a fabric that looked cool and was also brightly colored yeah. to make this because it's art still. And like, we like how colors look. I, I always hated all that shit. I hated that they were so stubborn and against it, man. I, I yeah, I because it, it, really when you see cosplayers doing the things that they're doing on 
almost no budget or less than you would see on right. uh, a, 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 they're like dude you guys have no fucking excuse you literally have you actually have the budget to make those things even more better like like especially when you like when you look at Deadpool his costume is fucking phenomenal and they actually you uh use CGI to enhance the face effects like you know they move the eyes to make them slightly more expressive and what expressive and so like that. sure you can do it just don't have the fear be don't be the cowards that you are use yeah. you, use what you have so yeah i think that's a good note to uh, as any to <laughs> to, to wrap this end it on yeah I'm into oh, it. let's any, burn this place down let's burn let's get the gasoline i've got the lighter all right let's all the copies of fantastic fan four stick are all right here so what do you say we light this bad boy up shall we yes please all right man so um why don't you sign us off for us since you brilliantly signed us in well, everyone, thanks so much for making it through the show. Um, We're all traumatized, too. I know. Yeah. Um, no, thank you all for watching, listening to the show. Follow the channel on, um, I'm on, assuming yeah. we've got pages on Facebook, YouTube, you name it. Whatever platform you're on, we Spotify got it there. There you go. Download it. Send it to your friends. Show your friends. Force them to watch movies with you. Yes. And tell them to stop talking so they can listen to us talk instead. Oh, Because yeah. that's how this works. Yeah. Thank you for another episode. I'm excited for another episode of Marvel Movie of the Month with Mark. Oh, yeah. Tom- tomorrow we're getting fucked up with fucked up February. And, uh, yeah, you're gonna ha- yeah, you're going to hate me again. <laughs> I... I'm really looking forward to quitting the show. <laughs> oh, it's so weird, dude. Yeah, no, no, no. I am deathly ill for all of February forever. Fuck nah, I'm yeah. kidding. It'll be it'll be fun. Even shitty movies are fun to shit on. So. Yeah, for real, dude. Like that's the thing. Like we, even though we're watching shit movies, we're still making them way more entertaining just by yeah, hanging out sure. and talking. So I'm into it, dude. Well, thanks for hanging out with me. No, dude, for real. It's always great to have Mark on the show. Always. Thanks, so we'll see y'all later and uh, just be tuned to tune in next next month with uh, with Mark and me and we'll go on another fucked up crazy adventure. Bye bye. Peace. Bye.